So on a lighter note, have you been paying attention to Jim Carrey? Because I have, and I must admit, not super impressed. I know I've talked about him a couple times, but it just, it, it's a downer. So I guess this is a downer episode um, where Jim Carrey was one of my favorites. I loved him. I thought he was hilarious. I loved watching all of his shit. I even watched, so there he has a, a movie, must have been one of his first ones. And it's, what is it called? It's not The Pest, but it's about as annoying as John Leguizamo's The Pest. It's, I think he's a stand-up comedian, the guy that, that has, was the, the lead in this movie. And it was just him up until about three quarters in where he gets in the car with Jim Carrey. And, uh, Jim Carrey's his driver. It's a limo, I think. And... Um, Jim Carrey plays like the devil or something or a demon or and he's just uh, Jim Carrey's going to be he's the best part of the movie which is horrible up until that point I had considered myself a movie buff and I prided myself on the on never ending a movie early I would watch every movie all the way through until this movie it was so awful it was so bad that I couldn't finish it. I think I either fell asleep or I turned it off. But anyway, um, that's that was during a time where I would watch every Jim Carrey movie I could I could find. That was back in the day of like Blockbuster and and Family Video and I think Family Video is still around, which is nice. It's nostalgic to go into, but I don't because we have Redbox and Netflix. And uh, apparently, I fell into line with the rest of the consumers. But Jim Carrey is a, quote, unquote, is a painter. <laughs> it's almost as funny as his jokes lately. Excuse me, I had to get some MD, Dew of the Mountain. Um, which is now MTN Dew. No longer Mountain Dew, MTN. Because we're all retards and we need to... Move further away from intellect and closer to laziness and spelling words with the more prominent letters. Anyway, um, and he's gotten super political. He's on the left. I have talked about him with uh, his girlfriend, his Irish girlfriend, which I don't know if it's just like this, the residue of me and and uh, being Irish and, and um, having that be a part of my identity. Having grown into who I am now and seeing that that shit just doesn't matter, you know, the, the, oh, I'm Irish or I'm Scottish or, I mean, it does, but it's certainly not to the level that, um, I used to think it was, you know, I'm, I'm more about, and what I would argue most people should be about is ideology. <coughs> As I cough, <coughs> excuse me, a little, that dew of the mountain kicking up on me, um, the ideology should be what's most important, but uh, anyway, uh, Jim Carrey had an Irish girlfriend that uh, killed herself or died accidentally overdosing. She and her farewell address, <laughs> that's not what it was, um, said that he gave her three STDs and riddled her 
riddled her, saturated her, supplied her with all sorts of drugs. And uh, he, she had an estranged husband and her mother who came and sued Jim Carrey. And I don't know what happened after that, but that's kind of around the time that he really started going off the deep end. It was rumored for a time that he was going to be a, a, one of the actors in the upcoming seasons of True Detective, which I guess they're on a third one, and it might be good. It looks like it's going to be good. It's that guy from, uh, is it Rwanda? Hotel Rwanda, I think, was the, he's a black fella. He's going to be the detective, and it looks like it could be good, as long as it's not season two. Season two was so bad and it's sad because Colin Farrell was one of my favorite actors and um, although he did a decent part the story was just shit who else was in that one him Colin Farrell a really hot girl from the notebook and she was a real freak in, in the in the movie, I guess there was like some butt stuff that her boyfriend wasn't into <laughs> it's like just go along with it man Anyway, um, so I guess Colin Farrell must have filled that space. Anyway, um, in the movie because they got together, or the the TV show. But it was just such a... Oh, it was uh, Vince Vaughn, another one of my favorite actors. And uh, favorite actor, especially because of ideology-wise, he's a a strong libertarian. Him and uh, Mel Gibson, as I keep branching off, are going to start doing some projects together because... They are so sick and tired of, of Hollywood. When, uh, what's her name, the uh, narcissist, as most are in Hollywood, got up and shit on Donald Trump and accepted the award, <laughs> they panned over to Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, who were just straight-faced, like, God, this is, this is retarded. Anyway, Jim Carrey is not an artist, and uh, he's just been constantly bombarding Twitter with his shitty artwork. Um, I guess his most recent one is about Mueller, and he asked Mueller to be a secret Santa and give him indictments for Christmas. Ah, you mean without any evidence? (laughs) Um, As I had this debate with my mother the other day when it came to Trump and, um, and what's going on with the Mueller investigation... She actually brought up Trudeau as an intellect. <laughs> He's an idiot, and she got mad at me. Um, but he is. He is truly a really dumb, dumb, dumb person. Uh, but she brought up Benghazi and how long that took. She was like, that took four years and, and all this. And I go, yeah, but the difference is there was evidence, you know, that could be used. There was four people that died. What do we have here? We have a, a conspiracy theory where there's no evidence and it's been ongoing for two years with no evidence. You know, they, what's been happening is the, the, the FBI um, have brought in, like with General Flynn, the whole thing with him was, well, he lied to the FBI. It's, it was, uh, what, a slip up? It wasn't a massive lie over, uh, no, I wasn't, colluding with the Russians, and then they found collusion. That's not what it was. It was he talked to some people, and he said he didn't do a small thing, and then it turns out it that he did, but it wasn't like an actual lie. It wasn't a flat-out lie, but 
Anyway, in order, because they were cracking down on him in order to, uh, and I'm not trying to defend the guy, but I'm trying to defend the fact that it was stupid. It's a dumb thing, and it's what they're doing. And just like with Manafort, uh, however, Manafort's a little bit more of an idiot, and, uh, and his lawyer. So they're going after everybody that they can, and then they're, it's just like, um, I know I'm branching off hard right now, but I'll come back to it. Ann Coulter had a uh, debate with Anna Kasperian that, I, that was just like a video to, to listen to in the background. And uh, they brought up pot. And Anna Kasperian said, uh, you know, all these people are in prison because of pot. And Coulter made the argument there's no one in prison because of pot. What happens is they get caught holding up a drugstore with a gun, which is a felony. And then they take a plea deal down because they got caught with some weed on them too while robbing the store and they came down to a plea deal to go to prison for pot and so they took the the uh whatever it was off the table and took a plea deal for a lesser sentence but still going to prison and uh it being because of pot it's it's a perfect argument and it's exactly what's going on so nobody goes and that is the fact no one goes to prison because of marijuana no one. However, Anna Kasperian does hit on, I think, what most of us would agree on, that uh, private uh, prisons are a bad thing. Anyway, all the way back to Jim Carrey. Can you remember all of, like, what are your favorite moments of Jim Carrey's acting career? Mine, uh, Dumb and Dumber, hands down. Number one, Ace Ventura was great. That was a good one. Ace Ventura too, great. He never did, by the way, this was back when I was really into him. I knew that he never did sequels. If you watch um, Dumb and Dumber 2, or Dumb and Dumber, no, it is Dumb and Dumber 2, because the other Dumb and Dumber movie was just hard to watch. And equally, Dumb and Dumber 2, and you now realize why he doesn't do sequels, because it was so bad. It was so terribly bad. Um, it was like it, it was it was like a remake of a movie that they do anymore, which is just like, I know the story. I know what happens. All you did was switch out, you know, older actors with newer, prettier actors, and you made the, short, the story stupider. <laughs> like, it's just that, that way. And yes, I understand stupider, isn't it? Isn't a real word. Anyway, um, Dumb and Dumber was fantastic. Uh, just a good movie to sit back and watch and, and enjoy and take a break from life, which is what movies are supposed to be. Um, the Mask was more of a family movie, and, and, and yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. I thought it was a little too watered down for, for what he could have done. And then he wanted to be serious. And this is where you kill actors. This is where you kill comedians, I should say. This is where you kill comedians. Um, not every comedian can be Tom Hanks. Okay? In fact, very, very few. Will Ferrell wants to get in that. But then again, Will Ferrell has a hard time getting out from underneath uh, Step Brothers. You know, the, the acting that he does in Step Brothers or in, um, in, uh, I don't want to say Anchorman because Anchorman was a different type of character. It was he plays a stupid, a really good stupid guy, with st slapstick comedy. Um, oh, I know what it was. Uh, uh, old school, 
Old School is kind of the same character uh, in a way as Step Brothers. Just a, a dumb guy, right? I mean, Step Brothers is, is a lot less mature, but it's the dumb guy that he plays so well. It's dumb comedies, dumb slapstick stick comedy, which you can carry on, but you just got to... You've got to do something different. And it's it seems as though, like, he wants to grow because he did uh, he did a couple of other movies where he was trying to play it somewhat serious. Um, I can't even remember the one movie that I'm thinking of now where I... God, what was it? Somebody was... He was, like, talking to himself or something, or he got he got cursed or something was going on. Anyway, it was, like, the end of his life. Or I, can't, I can't remember what it was. It's that unforgettable. But... Going back and watching Celebrity Jeopardy and the the bits on SNL, the one where he is uh, trashing his dog, oh my God, why can't he play that? A smart, funny guy, which is what he was when he played Alex Trebek. He played a, a smart, funny guy surrounded by dumb people. You know, and it's hilarious when you go back and um, he's the best part of that skit. And he was one of the best uh, people to ever come through SNL. But SNL, it's just, man, I don't know. Even even listening to other comedians who've bought into the, the social justice. Come on. What are you doing? The social justice warrior um, comedy, you know, where it, uh, women are off topics in a negative way. Uh, you know, you can't talk about blacks or minorities or anything like that. And uh, even with them, they still admit that it's a lot harder to be a, comedi- a comedian today in today's political climate. And, um, well, it's your fault. You stopped doing the comedy. You know, you, you, you're towing the line. And Jim Carrey is, has really just given his all to do the same. I guess he's in a, uh, a True Detective-like movie. Nobody knows what it is. I haven't watched it. And I doubt I, I probably ever will. I just, it's it's so off-putting. Especially knowing his background. Especially him coming from uh, Canada. And him being, I guess he was homeless at one point, And he started doing stand-up, got onto the greatest sketch comedy show ever in, in Living Color, and and then went on from there. I think he did Ace Ventura after that, and that's what really blew up, and then he, and he went on to do other shows. But he had promised his dad at one time earlier, early, early in his career that he would be making $20 million, a movie, and then it happened. But his dad had died, and he left a check on his dad's chest in the casket that for out, out, made out for $20 million. Well, guess where he couldn't do that? He couldn't do that in Canada, where he was from. So then he comes here. I have to imagine he's a citizen now. And he started about 10 years ago, maybe 15, um, getting political about guns and I think much like me you guys you guys are probably like this where it's like okay there's one thing all right you're pro-abortion okay but you're not gonna 
You're not going to become a vegan like in, in every sense, you know. You're not going to be that, that uh, vegan equivalent in politics on everything, just the abortion. All right, I guess I can, I guess I can tolerate you in that dumbass idea. <clears throat> so until he started going crazy on everything. Now he's far leftist. He's showing up at, at uh, uh, fashion shows talking about we don't exist. And, and uh, as I've said before, I think that, that if there is no such thing as God, okay, I can see where he's coming from with that. I can understand what he's saying, and, and it makes sense if God doesn't exist. But he's just kind of going off the, off the wheels. There's another interview that he had done where he brought somebody to his house, and he's got this bed out in, in nature that I have to assume the sheets and the comforter are made so that they can withstand the dew that <laughs> settles every night and the uh, animals and critters that are all over that. But uh, he would talk about just going out there to meditate, which is fine. Hey, meditate all day long. Well, maybe not all day long, but yeah, meditate. It's a good thing for you. But he's just, he's, it's, it's what happens when somebody doesn't have God. And the atheists may not believe me when they hear me say this, but look at Jim Carrey. Pretty good example. He's got everything you could imagine. He's got a kid, so he's got offspring. He's got money. He's got fame. And he's going nuts. Um, Robin Williams kills himself. Numerous other celebrities kill themselves. The shit that Jim Carrey is talking about is spiritual. And when you don't have a God or a higher power, it will drive you insane. You will constantly be on a search for God. And the more you make yourself out to be that, the more unhappier you become. And I think it it makes you even crazier, which is what's going on with him right now. He's just, he's saying nutty, insane shit. He's going on, he's doing Illuminati posing on on talk shows and and, uh, getting bombasted. But it's not funny. He's not funny anymore. And that's, again, what happens when he told the leftist, the leftist liberal line, especially women with feminism, as I was talking about with Katy Perry. God, she was attractive. She was beautiful. And now she's, she's just turned into shit. Alyssa Milano, I'll at least give it to her. She still looks pretty. She's crazy, but she still looks pretty. <clears throat> Look at Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd was known as the intellect of Hollywood. She was so fucking smart and would talk above everybody's head in interviews. People couldn't keep up. They, they couldn't catch on to what the fuck she was saying. And now she's out talking about choose. <laughs> if, you, if you saw her speech in front of the White House, the fucking slap, what is it called? Slap box or slap dance, slap, slap poetry or some shit. <clears throat> it was, it's, it's just bizarre. And uh, it, it eats them up inside because it takes away everything that makes us us and fills it with nothing. Fills it with, with nothing that, that can ever find um, satisfaction in any way, shape, or form. It's just a constant craving for wholesomeness and goodness. And the more that they replace that shit with... Uh, I guess this isn't going to be a... 
a very lighthearted <laughs> episode. I'm going deep. Um, but yeah, the more that they try to replace God and replace all of those things that we need, truth and, and honesty and genuineness and things like that, it's just these, it's replacing it with darkness that does nothing but eat and eat and eat and then they crave more. They crave, they crave more what they need, but they're not getting it, you know, and they become malnutritioned in their mind. And that's, and then they cut their fucking hair off and they look like shit. And then they, ah, it's just, it's, it's sad, man. It's, it's a fucking Debbie Downer. Anyway, um, Gavin's got a new, a couple new episodes that he came out with. I highly suggest listening to them. If you're doing nothing and you like a little bit of entertainment, uh, his one podcast is really just for fun. And then he and then he goes on Get Off My Lawn on CRTV, where uh, he puts out like I think one or two of those episodes a, a week for free, and that's more political. But it's like a, a, a comedy. It's like a political comedy. Um, Steven Crowder's off for until January. He's got some, I don't know what issues exactly. I don't think it's, it might be like what I got, which is uh, chronic inflammation. Um, not quite fibromyalgia, or maybe it is, fi- I think it is fibromyalgia. But uh, he's got that going on, and I guess he needed a surgery and to take some time off, and uh, so he won't be back until early January. And then, uh, what else? What else? Ben Shapiro, I just resubscribed to his YouTube. I got over being mad at him, um, and I take him for what he is. He can be a pain in the ass, but uh, I agree with, I would say, most of what he talks about. Mark Dice, on the other hand, has now come out to start attacking Ben Shapiro, which, you know what? As I said before, it's good for the goose, good for the gander. Dude, you started this shit, i.e. Ben Shapiro. has started. It started the shit with Alex Jones. Um, and as I've said it before, Steven Crowder's in the, not that Steven Crowder does it, but Steven Crowder has to go out of his way to say that he doesn't agree with everything that it's like, I got it, dude. You said it once, but it's, it's almost in this look. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Please don't label me as one. And it's like, dude, you're, you're half-assing it. When you do that, you're half-assing it. When you're, when you're. You don't want to be known as somebody who thinks that there's more to 9-11 than what we were told. And that's a pretty passive way of looking at it. You know? I mean, I think it's a natural instinct for us to, especially boys, to see from destroying shit our whole lives, from going out and climbing trees and breaking sticks and and fucking hitting each other and wrestling and, and shooting shit and blowing things up. Seeing the the towers fall the way that they did and then tower seven falling and then also seeing the evidence at the or the lack thereof at the pentagon and the lack thereof of the plane that crashed and there's no body parts there's hardly any any debris of any sort and looking at that it's an it's a natural instinct to go there's something wrong here what i'm being told this information that's being given to me i look at this and it's not it's not correlating. And Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder won't admit it. And it's aggravating. But anyway, 
Um, I resubscribe to Ben's. And I watch it from time to time. And I certainly, I don't have the same level of interest that I had at one time where I could listen to him and really get into it. And then even when he does his, his college tour and he goes around and I, I'll watch it, but I'm not, I don't sit there and like laugh at, at when he really gets somebody, you know, it's just like, yeah, all right, whatever. I know you, I know what you really think, you know, I know what you're really doing here. And it's not, it's not so much trying to shit on him. It's just like, dude, I know you're not on, I know you don't have my back. I know you don't have our side's back when it comes to a certain area. You know, you went and you shit on Alex Jones and it's just like, and it, it wasn't for anything, dude. I mean, it was, Alex Jones's name was in, was in the news. He was getting censored and Ben Shapiro comes out to shit on him. And I had noticed that he was kind of doing it maybe a little bit before that, but it was, it was just like having, you know, the, the actor or whatever that has that one issue that they're big on. And you're like, "Ah, I can turn a blind eye to it. You know, he was, he was shitting on Alex Jones selling supplements and how he reacts on his show. No shit. What's hilarious. Later on, Ben Shapiro ended up selling a supplement on his show. It's like, wow. You know, teapot, meat, kettle. Anywho, um, Stefan Moilano seems to really be going strong. Uh, what is it? Atheist is unstoppable. Now, as you can see, hey, listen, atheists, okay, I, there's, <clears throat> unless you're like you're a new ager and you're just out to attack Catholics and go after them constantly and Christians and all that, and you, you make it a constant where it's like, all right, we gotta, now I gotta fucking say something. Um, I can tolerate you. Um, and the Atheism is Unstoppable guy channel on YouTube, it's probably at my lowest that I can do that because he, he, he shits on, on people who have faith too. And that bothers me, but excuse me, overall, um, he seems like a pretty normal person, but he has been cracking on, uh, Sam Cedar, which I love because Sam Cedar's shit. And uh, Sam Cedar, it was like a weird video where he's crapping on Sam Cedar, who's bringing up <clears throat> um, Stefan Moilano, who had just went over to Poland and kind of did a tour there and, get, and gave some speeches and stuff. So it's like watching somebody analyze someone analyze someone else's video. So it's a bit odd, but... Um, And it was a little, he's a, he's a little, listen, I'm not going to say he's a white supremacist, <laughs> but he's definitely not hateful on white people. So, uh, I don't know. He's done some research and this is the, uh, atheism is unstoppable guy. He, uh, I think he separates the, the races a little too much. For where I can agree on it, I think it has more to do with with a lot of other factors of why, you know, one group is doing better or worse than another group in another area or whatever it may be. So, but uh, that came out. Sam Cedar was shitting all over Stefan. Sam Cedar's just get, he's so petty anymore. And uh, and ever since I, I realized or I watched the video where he was defending 
Antifa, which is now numerous videos, it's like, you just let me down completely. I really thought that you were formidable, and now you've just shown yourself to be a, a partisan hack. A real partisan hack. Dude, if you defend Antifa, you're a piece of shit. And you're dumb as a box of fucking rocks. If you believe that Antifa is anti-fascist. Antifa are the most... Antifa are black bloc, by the way. There's no difference in that. That is... That's... It's, it's even more so than the Illuminati in Freemasonry. Where it's hand in glove with Illuminati and Freemasonry. You have black bloc, which just dresses up in all black and wears masks. And then they would say that's different than Antifa. No, Antifa is, is all of that. They are entirely black bloc. So... Um, but Sam Cedar defends them, and, and he's just a piece of shit. And uh, the Amazing Atheist, or no, no, sorry, that's somebody else. That's um, T.J. TJ Kirk, who eh, I'm not the biggest fan of that guy either. He was in part to do with uh, Milo get, get censored. And I guess Milo is broke. That came out from uh, the progressive voice whose fat face fits fits his ridiculously lame-ass voice. But um, Milo is broke from what he was saying, from what he admittedly said. But I don't know, man. I feel like he isn't, but maybe he is. I don't know. I don't care either way. Um, I like I like his provocaturing. I like his debating style. And uh, although I don't necessarily think that he needs to... Yeah, he doesn't... It, there's a way to go about things. And uh, when asking for money and things like that, it, I just don't think he's doing it the right way. But, uh... uh I want to go do this in the morning. I'll go do this in the morning. Yeah? No. Yeah? No. Yeah. I'll go do this in the morning. Now I kind of feel like uh, maybe I should. Yeah, fuck it. No, I should. Indecisiveness is how you lower your KDR. Where am I? Yeah, it's where you lower your KDR. And oh, 219. You got gas for 219? Get the fuck out of here. Prices are lowering. When I first came up to Michigan, they were around 185. The lowest I got gas was 112 in Tennessee back in 2002. This was right after the war and the fucking gas thing started going. <clears throat> anyway, Alex Jones seems to be doing pretty good. I just left him, a, I just sent him an email, uh, or at least InfoWars. I gotta know where to send this book to with them. Um, plan on sending them a couple books, hardcovers to those guys and uh, when it comes out you'll know I'll tell you all about it <clears throat> but uh, it's that's 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 coming uh, just gotta be able to get past all the shit that I'm doing now so I can fucking finally just sit and relax the holidays really fuck shit up dude it really throws a, a wrench in your spokes when you're trying to do stuff that you want to do. Also, the kitchen re remodel was quite a bit. Almost done with that. Anyway. Um, 
And I think that's all the all the news for the main my main dudes. I haven't heard from David Ike in a while. Of course, I think he's still out doing stuff, but uh, I wonder what he's if he's still with the what he's saying about the lizard people stuff. Sorry, reptilians. Um, nah. Besides that, be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal. <laughs>